Welcome everyone, live from Watergun Shopping Centre in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to CRC Live on Live FM. My name is Lucas, my co-hosts today are Van, James and Julian. Our special guest today is Daniela Cirillo, uh, who is a project manager. Um, so could you tell us about how that all came about? Yeah, so um, I've been working at the Youth Junction Inc. Um, for about 18 months now um, and my role is to work with the Empowering Communities Project um, which is a Department of Justice and Community Safety funded program um, and I work in conjunction with a number of other agencies in Brimbank um, to fund some activities that benefit the young people in Brimbank. Yeah, so what made you want to do that kind of career? What led you to that? Um, I guess I've always had and enjoyed working with young people, um, whether that be through kind of coaching sport. Um, I've previously worked at other um, youth services. Um, I enjoy empowering young people to turn their dreams into realities um, and providing them with opportunities to grow and develop and experience new things. Oh, that's good. So, uh, can you share like a, a memorable, like success, like successful story that you've like had? Yeah. Um, well, I guess in as part of this project that we're doing at the moment, empowering communities, um, we've had the chance to work with some really incredible young people um, at schools in the area and we are running a hackathon project at the moment um, which basically means we are giving young people the opportunity to choose an issue that they are experiencing within their community or their school um, and design solutions to address that particular issue and then we're funding the delivery of those ideas so we're able to work with those young people right from the conception of a project all the way through to project delivery um, and it really is an opportunity to give young people a voice and see their um, ideas turned into action um, and then follow how that benefits their school and their community. So with your role, it sounds very like intense, so there must be a lot of different challenges that you come across. Can you reckon what's the most challenging thing you've had to like go through? I think in terms of challenges, I, I guess one of the biggest challenges is that there's so much need in our area and trying to figure out where we are best to place our efforts and to put our funding. And so I've been lucky enough to work with a really dedicated group of community service providers and community representatives who have helped us along the way to understand the landscape within Brimbank um, and understand where the key challenges are and who is most at need um, and most at need of receiving and being part of the activities that we're able to fund through this project. Um, is this um, junction funded by any group? Yeah, so the Youth Junction Incorporated is a charity organisation. So we receive funding for our programs for a number of different sources. Um, the Empowering Communities Project, which is funding this Making Media Australia Brimbank Live project, um, is funded by the Department of Justice and Community Safety. Um, but we also receive funding from another a number of other um, government departments, from local councils, from philanthropic 
organisations um, who provide us with the ability to deliver a wide range of projects um, across Brimbank and Hume and Melton and now Wyndham as well. So can you share a memorable or a, mem a rememberable success story? Yeah, well I guess um, getting this Brimbank Empowering Communities project up off the ground is quite remarkable because it's a very unique funding opportunity. Normally when government gives funding to organisations such as the Youth Junction, um, there are some very kind of clear and strict criteria that you have to adhere to, whereas this project has given the community the opportunity to set the guidelines based on what the need within the community actually is. And so it's kind of the first time that we've been able to fund these types of projects um, and fund projects that really are designed by young people for young people. Um, so that's a pretty big success story because what we know is that when we're delivering programs for young people, young people need to be empowered to be part of the solution and not just be kind of passive participants. They need to be actively involved in the project from start to finish for it to actually have a long-lasting impact um, for themselves and then for their families and then for their wider communities. So that's um, it's pretty exciting. So uh, to be like in the youth support like services, like what do you need to do? Like is there like a bachelor degree you need to do or yeah, how does so it I, work? I guess there are a number of different ways that you can kind of get into this industry. Um, there are degrees that you can do in social work or in youth work. Um, some of the case managers that I work in have a background in psychology, so they might have a bachelor's in psychology. Um, I myself have a background in community development and health promotion. Um, so there are a number of different kind of avenues that you can get into. Some of them are kind of certificate level um, diplomas that you can do. Um, and, you know, whether that be through a TAFE um, or straight in through to university, there are a number of different kind of pathways. Um, you can also, you know, there are also opportunities to kind of volunteer in, in a lot of charities. There are, you know, there's always so much to do within a non-profit organisation um, and so approaching places that you're interested in and offering your expertise um, is a really good way to kind of get a feel for what the industry is like. Yeah, um, so with uh, like, are there any upcoming like inactives or projects that, you, that you're particularly excited about? Yeah, so um, we have a number of different programs that we run through the Youth Junction. Um, we have recently received some funding to deliver a program called Flow Lab, um, and that's in conjunction with a number of local artists and DJs. And so we're going to be offering young people the opportunity to come into our space, which has a music room, um, and learn how to kind of mix music um, and write tracks and produce their own music, um, which I think is pretty exciting. We run uh, programs that offer young people the opportunity to receive an accreditation as a barista. Um, so learning how to make coffees um, with the kind of, so that you leave that program with the ability to go and look for a job um, within the hospitality industry. Um, 
we're going to be doing some work activating the space within the VisiCares hub over the next few months um, and bringing young people into the space to get them familiar with the different programs that we run. Um, and I guess between now and the middle of next year with our hackathon projects, we'll be seeing how these youth designed and led projects are kind of running out in the community. There'll be a number of different activities from, um, you know, where we're funding a youth drop-in program um, on a Friday afternoon that's going to be free of charge for all young people in the area to come along and participate in some after-school activities and that's being designed by students at Victoria University Secondary College. Um, students who are involved with the Western Bulldogs Community Foundation are funding a community cultural celebration Met Gala. Um, so that's going to be run in conjunction with the Western Bulldogs um, and that'll be a, open to the public to come and um, and enjoy the, the kind of festivities that they're putting on. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to CRC Live on Live FM, live from Water Garden Shopping Centre in Melbourne, Australia. My name's Lucas. Today we've got Van, James, Julian, and our special guest today is Danielle Cirillo. Um, so, how do you encourage young people to, to, to participate in programs, especially those who might be intentionally res resistant or uh, disengaged? Yeah, look, it's, it's definitely a challenge. Um, I think in the first instance, it's about building a trusting and respectful relationship with the young people that we're working with. Um, and part of doing that is showing the young people that you respect their journey um, and that you understand and are willing to share, be part, be part of their um, kind of their journey along the way and the different challenges that they are facing. Um, I think when it comes to programs, like I've said before, having young people involved in the design of the program from the outset makes it possible for those programs to be successful because the young people that you're working with are telling you what they need out of a program, why they need it, and then they're more likely to engage with it because it meets their needs. Um, how are youth able to find this program? Um, so there's a number of different ways that young people can get involved in our programs. Some of our programs young people can enrol themselves into. Um, other programs are on a referral basis. So some young people might be referred into our programs um, through the youth justice system um, or through diversion programs. Um, so it kind of, it depends on the project um, that they're specifically being um, referred into and why. Um, but yeah, certainly we have programs that are open to the general public and the Empowering Communities Project will be delivering a number of those activities that will be um, kind of happening in the next 12 months um, that all young people within Greenbank can engage with. Um, do you do any advertisement to like um, bring this out in the, com the community? Yeah, we certainly try. Um, we, you know, have an active social media account um, and we engage with lots of schools in the area uh, to let them know of the services that we've got available at the Youth Junction. Um, you know, we have a, a youth space at the VisiCares Hub where young people are welcome to come, they're welcome to hang out, there's computers there, there's free food um, and any young person in the area is always welcome um, to come and, and spend time in our space space um, and access our services. We're also co-located with a number of other agencies who provide other programs for young people such as Headspace and Origin um, 
and Inclusion Melbourne and West Justice and Centre for Multicultural Youth um, and YSAS. So there are heaps of different opportunities for young people to get in, engaged in the space. So how did you come across this uh, role at our uh, Gardens? So I guess um, the I was involved with the Empowering Communities project that was kind of my, the role that I was recruited for. Um, and so we worked alongside a project action group to kind of map out all of the different programs that are on offer within Brimbank um, and look at the programs that are really, really successful um, and look at where there are some gaps in services for young people. And in that process, we kind of came across the Brimbank Live project um, and we thought it was an incredible opportunity for young people to learn some really tangible skills. Um, and be involved in something that they probably might not have had the opportunity to do before, um, being live radio. Um, and, you know, podcasting is a booming industry um, and there are some really fantastic takeaway skills that we felt the students could benefit from. Um, and, you know, it's also an opportunity for young people to really, in an exciting way, amplify their voice um, and do some research and into some topics that, that impact them. So uh, that's all we have for today. Thank you, f thank you to our guests. It's been a great pleasure talking to you today. Live from Watergarden Shopping Centre in Melbourne, Australia, you have been listening to CRC Live on Live FM. Uh, my name's Lucas and my co-hosts today are Van, James and Julian. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information today useful. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you.